Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Compass Group International and Compass Group Productions. And welcome to my podcast. Today, I am coming at you uh, from our beach home here in Jeong Tian Beach, Thailand. And it is a beautiful Thursday morning. It's about 89 degrees. It's sunny. It's gorgeous. Expecting maybe a little bit of rain, maybe on Sunday or Monday. But other than that, our plans today is uh, after this podcast, going to get some breakfast and then uh, actually a late breakfast and walk on the beach. So you're probably wondering why I'm here or why Jeong Tian Beach? Because you've probably never heard of it. You know, when foreigners think about Thailand and beach areas, the most common names are Pattaya or Koh Samoy Island or Koh Tao or Koh Phi Phi or even Phuket. But when you hear the name Jeong Tian Beach, you're like, I've never heard of that. Where is that? Because even myself, a person that travels throughout the world, I actually never heard of Jeong Tian Beach until my father told me. And he said, well, in Thailand, you really have to check out this beautiful beach. It's right next to Pattaya. It borders Pattaya. It's not nutty like Pattaya, but it's called Jeong Tian. It's relaxed. It's beautiful. Uh, it's a better crowd of people. Uh, majority of the people that actually live and reside in Jeong Tian are either the affluent Thais or full-time, uh, should I say, families, foreigners that live in the area. And you're really gonna like it. So I thought, you know, okay, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a I'll head down there. It's only an hour and a half away. So what I did was the bus station is right next to, or very, very close uh, to where I live. So in Ekamai, you have a huge bus terminal in Bangkok. And I walked over to Ekamai to the bus station and the one-way trip ticket, or should I say bus trip, to Pattaya Tian was $1.50 on a nice, beautiful, air-conditioned bus. If I were to drive there, it would probably take me about an hour to hour and a half. But a buses obviously take a little longer. They drive a little slower. Uh, so it's about a two-hour trip. Which doesn't matter, you know, I'm fine with that. Strap on my headset and uh, listen to some music for two hours. So five years ago, or yeah, it's been about five years, I had I decided to head down here to Jeong Tian to check out the scene. The very first place I stopped because a bus terminal dropped me off at Pattaya. And Pattaya is probably a beach name that many of you heard about. If you haven't heard about it, you definitely uh, will hear about it if you're talking to anybody that's looking to retire or visit Thailand. Pattaya is, it's a cross between Venice Beach and Ibiza and Las Vegas in a sense of Pattaya has a certain scene that's actually not exactly, well, it's world famous, but not exactly appealing to most people. So Pattaya has a huge red light district. And if it's something that you're interested in, then you've probably heard of it. It's not something that's up my alley, but obviously Pattaya, we're like Las Vegas, you know, when you look at prostitution, it's legalized in certain areas. It's not like when you're walking down Las Vegas, you run into a hooker at every single corner. It's the same exact thing in Pattaya. You have to go to a certain place, it's called Walking Street, uh, to see these type of bar girls and so forth. But Pattaya isn't just filled with hookers all over the whole town. It is 
it's a fun city. It's a huge city. And there are mega malls, for an example, the Terminal 21 Mall, which is in Bangkok at the Asok intersection. Uh, they opened a second location in Pattaya. And then you have your major flags. You have like the Hilton, uh, which is a beautiful property right in the center of town, right across the street from the beach. So you have lots of entertainment, lots, a huge food scene, but most of all, you have a ton of tourists. When you come to Pattaya, you see literally those big giant buses. You'll see 50 to 100 buses lined up among, along Beach Road, right in front of the Central Mall, uh, which is where uh, the, um, the Hilton is located, filled with Chinese tourists or Russian tourists or, and now Indian tourists. So Pattaya is a top destination beach destination for tourists. More so, you'll find more tourists that come to Pattaya because it's so close to Bangkok than really any other beach communities in Thailand. I mean, they rush here by the, by the boatload. Because if you look at an average tour group, maybe they're here for seven days or 10 days, they'll spend maybe three or four days in Bangkok, eat, shop, and then they'll come to Pattaya for two to three days, go back to Bangkok, and then go home. So why is Jum Tien so different from Pattaya. And why haven't you heard about Jum Tien? Because Jum Tien is a very sleepy, it's not exactly a sleepy little town, but it's a very relaxed town. So for an example, if you are familiar with Southern California, Venice Beach is nuts. It's a, it's a place where you go to see some very strange people, and, but it's a, it's, a, it's a fun scene, but it's not exactly a place where you wanna live. But if you look at the neighboring city like Santa Monica, it's more affluent, it's a little bit more chilled, but you're still close enough to Venice Beach if you want to go. Jump Tim is very similar to that. If you want the nightlife, if you want access to the restaurants and uh, to the mega malls, Patia is just north of me and it's only 10 minutes away. But I don't want to live in that craziness. As a, as a as a retiree, as an expat, you don't want to live in a city where you're just filled with tourists. And here are reasons why. Number one, prices are higher. So it's price gouging. So ties or these beach cities that uh, heavily cater to tourists know that you're a foreigner and they will charge you anywhere from 25 to 50 to even 100% more. So I don't like being gouged with pricing. I mean, you get that in Mexico and parts of Latin America. You get that all over the world, really, in any tourist city. So for an example, like the Las Vegas Strip. You know, you're going to pay 15 bucks for a draft beer, like a Bud or some crappy beer like that, or some well drink, you're going to pay 20 bucks. Where if you come off the Strip and you go to maybe, let's just say in Summerlin or in Green Valley, you're going to pay half the price if you go to a bar. It's the same exact concept. Patia, you're gonna pay higher prices because they cater to tourism. So as, as a second homeowner, that is not a place where I recommend. And trust me, when you, and I say this so many times, is that when you go on vacation and you're there for maybe a week or two weeks and you love that vacation spot, just because you love it as a vacationer doesn't mean you're gonna love it as a homeowner. And many, many homeowners that I know that live in these places that are hotspots for tourists eventually want to move out 
because like I said, is uh, it's price gouging. Uh, there's more petty theft because you have a lot of pickpockets, you have a lot of scammers on the street. And then in addition to that is, is that when you look at the locals that work in these tourist cities, they are so inundated by rude tourists day in and day out. So the patience level for these individuals, for these vendors have certainly run out and they're not the nicest. So they're very short with you. They're not as hospitable. They're not as nice. And I don't want to live in a city like that. So that's why I chose Jom Tien. So when I first came to Jom Tien, uh, it's like I said, it's only 10 minutes south of Pattaya. And the, one of the first things that I noticed about Jom Tien is the type of people that are walking on the street. So when you're walking in Pattaya, you obviously see boatloads and boatloads and floods of Chinese everywhere. But you always see the very, very gross you know, big fat white guy uh, that is like with a girl that's like 30 years younger than him. You know, some pedophile or some pedophile wannabe. I don't like being in areas like that uh, because not just the fact is it's, a, it's, just a, it's just a shady crowd, but you see a lot of that patty. I see a lot of fat, old, disgusting people, guys with these young Thai hookers. And I don't want to be around that. So quickly in Jiang Tian, it's a complete change. I mean, the optics is so different. You see families here. You see not just Thai families, but you also see uh, families from, from, Amer from the Americas, from Europe, from Australia and New Zealand. And you see them happy because they're not in Pattaya, because they don't want to bring their kids to a beach like that. So they bring them to Jiang Tian. The beaches are definitely cleaner than Pattaya. And you don't have uh, the, um, let's just say the very aggressive vendors on the beach. So one thing about Thailand is when you go to any beach city, you're gonna see all these umbrellas and all these chairs propped up along the beach. Remember, it may be free for a bit for you to sit there, but they're gonna start hounding you to buy something or order drinks where they're very, very aggressive in places like Pattaya and Phuket. But in Jiong Tan, they're more chilled. The vendors are more chilled because they're dealing with a better crowd of people. So they're not rude like, you've, like they are in Pattaya. And they're more trustworthy. So the one thing is, is that remember this as an expat. As an expat, you always want to go and hang out in communities where you are away from tourists, where you're with, a, with, where you're with locals. When you see a lot of locals in a restaurant or in a certain area of town, you know that's a place to go. So when I'm looking around here in Jiang Tian, I see a lot of Thais here. So that means it's a good place to be. Because Pattaya has a tremendous stigma to Thais. If you are a foreigner and you say you live in Pattaya, the very first thing they're going to think of is you're just a uh, you're just, what do you call it, uh, one of those guys is looking for hookers. Because that's what Thai people think of Pattaya. It's a disgusting city, and it's just filled with hookers, and it's just filled with a bunch of drum, dunk, uh, dumb, drunk people that just want to cause trouble. And Pattaya does hold up to that reputation. I'm not saying all of Pattaya is bad, because I do know uh, some people that live there and obviously they don't live in that in that heart of that craziness 
but they're very, very happy there. But if, but if you want a more peaceful place to live, then just look 10 minutes south. So, and again, the optics are different. The beaches are cleaner. I see more families. I see expats. Uh, for an example, senior citizens or even Gen Xers, uh, you know, holding uh, the, the hand of their wife or their husband walking on a beach. You don't really see a lot of that in Pattaya. And again, you see a lot of old single guys with these young Thai girls, or should I say Thai bar girls. Then the next thing is, is that the bar scene is different. When you go to Pattaya, I mean, there are huge nightclubs there, especially if you're going down Walking Street. Just out of curiosity, you should go down Walking Street one time, but I don't recommend going there at night. Maybe like when I first, I've only been to Walking Street once out of curiosity and I walked down there, it was like three or 4 p.m. in the late afternoon. So you can actually see what some of these big, huge bars look like when they open up at night. And then, you know, they're very, very aggressive girls that always want to grab you. Uh, so out of curiosity, if you want to check it out, check it out one time, but I recommend you check it out during the day as opposed to in the evening. Because in the evening, that's when all hell breaks loose because you have foreigners from the UK, from Australia, New Zealand, uh, and Russians just drunk out of their mind, fighting, uh, whether it's among themselves with other Thai people or with the, the, the doorman, the security, it's just chaos. If you ever see any videos of some foreigner getting his butt kicked, it's most likely in Pattaya on Walking Street. So try to avoid that place if you can at night. So the nice thing about the bars and the restaurants in Jiontian, it's more chilled-like. We don't have the big giant discotheques in the bars. They're just beach, little beach bars. Uh, that are quiet, that have good food and reasonable prices. And you also have world-class cuisine. Uh, you have all sorts of world-class cuisine uh, and world-class restaurants up and along Beach Road. So Beach Road is basically our Pacific Coast Highway. And I live right on Beach Road. I live right across here from the beach. And one place I highly recommend if you're in Jiontian, and it's in the northern side of Jiontian, and I actually live right next door to this very famous seafood restaurant. One of the reasons actually why uh, I bought this condo is a restaurant called Pu Pin. Pu Pin in, uh, or Pu in Thai means crab. So it's a seafood restaurant. And this is a, it's probably one of the largest seafood restaurants I have ever been to in my life. When I first moved here over five years ago, Pu Pin was like half the size. Now it's expanded because every single night you see tour buses come in, just a boatload of tourists, just offloading tourists. And this, this restaurant has some of the best seafood and it's still very reasonably priced. It's not gouging like you see in some of the seafood restaurants in, in Pattaya. So seafood is obviously, uh, should be your number one choice when you're in this area. But you have all sorts of other cuisines too, from Italian uh, to Greek to there are Mex couple of Mexican restaurants here. Amer obviously there's a lot of American restaurants too if you want a burger or steak. Uh, there are Irish pubs here. So really anything that you want, any type of cuisine, Japanese, Chinese, Western, it's all here in Jiumtian. I'm not sacrificing on anything when it comes down to food. And then when it comes down to outdoor activities and entertainment, one of the nice things too about Jiumtian is that there are, so for an example, just right down Beach Road from me, 
is is another uh, huge resort, hotel and resort. And I and my wife and I love going there because right in front of the resort is this area uh, just filled with these lounge, these round lounge chairs. And at night they play some very chilled music, and you can have you can you can dine there. You can have a few drinks while overlooking the water. And that literally is like a one minute walk from our condo. So all along the road, you have a lot of these huge resorts. We can go and hang out. You can eat at their restaurants or pay to use their facilities. So it's really, really nice and very convenient. And the other nice thing too, is that not too far from us, I think it's only maybe a three or five minute drive, is the famous uh, Patia uh, floating market, uh, which is also very close to us. So let me just kind of go down as far as some of the highlights of, of Zhong Tian uh, is number one, it's very, very reasonable to live here. It's cheaper than Patia. It's like I said, it's quieter than Patia. It's safer than Patia. It doesn't have the stigma, the bad stigma like in Patia. So as a retiree, whether you're young or old, it's still very affordable. Condos right across the street from the beach, 50 to $100,000, depending on how old the building is. The newer the building is, obviously you're looking at 100 or, or higher. But when you're looking at a little bit older buildings uh, that are maybe between three to maybe seven years old, you can find one bedroom studios around fifty dollars to $60,000 that are very well maintained. And like I said, right across the street from the beach. And then the other thing too, is when you're looking at utilities, you know, one of the big things about retiring is your monthly expenses. And what one of the main things that people don't realize that really adds up to your monthly expense is number one, your mortgage. So it's always shocking when I see people that are retired but they still have a house payment. Well here, you can literally sell your home in the States or in the UK or in Australia, buy a condo, 50 to $100,000, pay cash for it, have no debt, no housing debt, and use the rest of the money to live on. If you're in your, let's just say, if you're 50 years old and you have no housing debt, $300,000 will basically last you for the rest of your life. And you're probably wondering like, how's that possible? There's no freaking way because a million dollars in North America or in the UK will really only last a retiree for maybe 20, 15 to 20 years, if even that long, depending on what area, what location, or what state you're in the United States. Here in Jump Tian, yes, you can. So one of the things that eats up at people is mortgage payment. So you can eliminate that by selling your home. Number two, association dues. How many of you hate association dues? I, I can't stand it. You know, it all depends on obviously where you're at, but association dues, it seems like when new communities are getting more and more expensive, because I still remember, you know, 20 years ago when association dues in these new communities were few and far between. And when there, if there were association dues, maybe it was 25 bucks or 50 bucks a month. But now new home communities, even existing home communities that are only a couple years old, you're looking at between 200 to $350. 
And some of these, if you're in a master plan community, you pay two association dues. So for those of you that live in Las Vegas or the Las Vegas surrounding area, like if you live in Summerlin, you pay two association dues. You pay uh, one fee for the master plan, which is Summerlin, then you pay another association due for the community that you're in. And if you're in Lake Las Vegas, and again, you pay two association dues. You pay the Lake Las Vegas master plan association due, then you pay the association due for the community that you're in. So that can be anywhere from $200 to $400. Then if you live in a condo, I mean, it's just shocking when I see the association dues in some of these condos, especially in a place like Las Vegas. I mean, there are one-bedroom condos that are just off the strip in Las Vegas. And these are $150,000 condos. The association do seven to $800 a month. That is absolutely mind-boggling. It's insane. So association dues eats up on a lot of your monthly expenses. Then the next thing is, when you're a retiree, especially if you're coming from northern you know northern part of america or in the midwest many of you are migrating to the sunny areas like southern florida or florida or coming to the southwest like new mexico or utah or nevada and arizona so when you come into a place that's sunny your ac bill goes up because if you live in a place especially hot like arizona or nevada if you have a 1,500 square foot, uh, you know, two bedroom house, you're looking at between three to three to four hundred dollars a month for just your electricity bill to run your AC. So your electricity bills in these areas are skyrocketing. Then you have your cable bill, which could be fifty to hundred dollars. Then you have your cell phone bill, which could be another fifty dollars per person. Uh, then your gas, you're looking at, uh, depends on how much you cook. It can be anywhere from $25 to $30. Then your water bill, $25 to $30. And then what else? And you have your property taxes, which could range anywhere from $100 to $200 a month. So everything just adds up and, it, and it's eating up to your bottom line as a retiree. So if you have you know, a budget, a fixed income of $2,000 a month per person, you literally have nothing at the end of the month for entertainment expenses. That's why you are stuck at home. That's why you can only dine out once in a blue moon as a special occasion. That's why going to movies is really not within your budget. So Thailand is so different. Jeom Tien Beach is very different because if you ever want to live by the beach or across the street from the beach, it's affordable. I say this many times on some of my podcasts, and forgive me if you heard this before, but the very first condo that I bought uh, when I moved to Huntington Beach uh, was on PCH, and I was right across the street from the pier in a building, a very well-known building called Pier Colony. I bought that one bedroom condo at that time, which was maybe 17, 18 years ago, maybe longer than that, for 275,000. That same exact condo resells for, and which is a slight peekaboo ocean view, which is what I had, 2020 for $550,000. 
that's freaking crazy. And association dues are are almost triple from what I used to pay. So it's crazy if you want to live by the beach how expensive it is. So now here in Jump Tim, you can have the same exact one bedroom across street from the beach. Now let's break down the utilities and expenses. You're gonna be shocked. First of all, association dues is nothing like it is in the States. Don't you hate it when you are paying for an association due and you're like, what exactly am I paying for? I mean, the securities, there, there's really no security. It's just a fence. And what else am I paying for? Or if you live in a condo, you're like, what am I paying for again? Uh, yeah, some of my utilities are bundled into this $750 a month for my one bedroom, but I still have a gym membership. Uh, my building isn't really that clean. I don't see, I see maybe someone clean it maybe once a month. So what exactly am I paying for? Well, here in Joan Tim, like for an example, my condo, I have a one bedroom condo. Uh, so my wife and I, uh, this is our, this is our third home. So we actually have two beach homes in two different beach cities. Uh, one in Hua Hin, uh, which I'm going to say for another podcast, but our main home is in Bangkok. So here are one bedroom. Our association dues, 25, is it 25? $25 a month, or it's like 25 or $28 a month. We don't pay it monthly, we pay it annually. And what do we get out of it? A lot. Every single day, there is someone cleaning the building. Not just someone, some ones. There are many people sweeping, cleaning, wiping down the elevators, uh, skimming the pool for bugs or anything like that, but they're cleaning something. My building is immaculate here and I only pay. Basically what I'm, what I'm paying annually is what normally would be one month in the States. That right away, I mean, your excitement level for retiring in Thailand should hopefully have doubled because I'm saving a lot of money by doing that. So association dues, fraction of the cost, and we get a lot involved. 24 hour security, and again, the place is always immaculate. Then the next thing is utilities. Gas, our gas bill, and we do cook every once in a while. I'll tell you why we don't cook so much in just a bit. Our gas bill is like, I think it's like four or five bucks a month. Our water bill, three bucks a month. Our uh, cable bill is, we use, well actually our, our cable, internet, and telephone goes through True Mobile. So that's a, it's a package that we have. And we pay $10 a month. Yes, $10 a month. I get basic channels, uh, Thai channels, and I have like three to four, no, I have five English speaking channels. And then I get uh, internet, uh, which is, uh, I think it's like 40 or 50 megs. So it's, it's fairly fast, it's fast enough obviously to stream Netflix or anything like that and do work. So I have no problems. And then I also have cell phone service, all of this for 10 bucks a month. In the States, my home in the States, my, uh, I, have, I use Cox Cable. My cable bill 
for I think 50 megs is 50 bucks a month. Cell phone bill, 50 bucks a month. And what else? And then cable TV, another 50 bucks a month. 150 bucks just for Cox. Just for Cox and T-Mobile. Insane. So let's move on with utilities. So I've already talked about the association dues, 25 bucks a month or 28 bucks a month. Uh, gas, uh, under $5. Water, under $5 a month. Uh, TV, telephone, internet, 10 bucks a month. What else is left? Property taxes. Well, guess what? When you're in Thailand, you don't pay property taxes until you sold your home. And even after you sell your home, the property taxes are marginal, they're minimal. There's, it's not that much money. Isn't that great? I mean, it's fantastic to know that. So as a retiree, Jom Tian Beach has everything that fulfills me as a retiree, as a second homeowner. I live across the street from the beach. I have a peekaboo ocean view. I can just pop my head over, I can see, I can see the surf. I, I'm within, my wife and I are within walking distance to world-class seafood that's very, very inexpensive. Just where we live, there are four to five excellent seafood restaurants, not including the little, little, tiny, little mom and pop restaurants that are also spread out throughout. So within 10 minutes, we have access to, let's just say, at least 20 to 30 restaurants and little bars. It's just a fantastic place to live. And again, we're at the beach. There's no place in the world that you're gonna have all these amenities at this low price. And how do I know that? Because the first part of my life, I worked in Central America. I worked all over Central America. And you, and you probably know that if you know my background. I started a Compass Group International, a real estate consulting firm in Costa Rica. And even in Costa Rica, back in 2002, when I started the business, you still couldn't live like this. For 50 to $100,000, you're talking a rundown shack by the beach. Disgusting. Not in a new mid-rise or high-rise building with amenities. I have a gym. I have an infinity pool with a killer panoramic ocean view. I, like I said, is my building is cleaned every single day. I don't, I don't get that in Latin America. And also, uh, utilities are a heck of a lot cheaper in Latin America. So, consider this. Right now, you're maybe a Gen X or a baby boomer. You could be anyone in your 40s to your 60s. And during this lockdown, this pandemic, you're kind of teetering because maybe you lost your job, uh, the economy is going sideways, the value of your home is, is going to start decreasing here if it hasn't already. Uh, the feds, uh, you know, this whole ideas V-shape rebound is just a pie in the sky. Uh, I mean, any smart analyst could have told you this two months ago. Uh, and the Fed's just announced today. That's why. That's why today uh, the the Dow tanked like by I think 800 to 1,000 points, because a V-shaped economy in America is not realistic. It's going to be years, years 
before we get back, before America gets back to where it was pre-pandemic. So now you're thinking, it's like, okay, my money's running out. Uh, there's a potential of the weakening the U.S. dollar. So I've been looking at Latin America, but now you should be looking in Asia. But specifically, you should be looking at Jiom Tian Beach. And you should be considering Jiom Tian Beach as opposed to other beach cities. Why? Because in my 20 years of selling uh, resort-style homes, uh, you know, speaking to owners, creating marketing, uh, working with developers, doing market studies for developers, here's the one thing that I've realized. And also, if you want to wear, I, I was on House Hunters International uh, for eight years, so we've traveled all over the world. And here's the one thing that a lot of people don't understand. And I'll repeat this again and again. When you go on vacation at a spot, just because you love it as a vacationer doesn't mean you're gonna love it as a homeowner. It's completely different. Then number two, as a vacationer, you may think, oh, wow, it's great to be in a very, in, in, in an area that's very remote. I love the peace and quiet. Well, let me tell you, is that after a month or two, that peace and quiet is gonna be very annoying to you. Accessibility is the most important thing as a retiree or as a person that has a second home. You need to have accessibility to high-speed internet, utilities that don't go on and off during the power, during a rainstorm. You need restaurants, you need stores, you need malls, you need bars. You need all that stuff as a retiree to make you happy. But when you're out in the middle of nowhere, trust me, you're not gonna be happy because 80% of those people move away from those remote cities within six months to a year. And literally 100% of them end up selling those homes within three to five years. And I have spoke to thousands of people. And when you're in a beach city, that has only like 8,000 or 10,000 people, trust me, they're gonna annoy you. You're gonna see the same people over and over again. And these same people are gonna nag at you about stupid conspiracy theories or why they hate this and why they hate that. It's just the type of environment that these people gravitate to are these little beach communities because all they wanna do is just nag at people and talk to them about all the problems in the world and all the problems they have. But when you're in a big city, big, big beach city like Jiom Tian, you're not gonna run into the same people all the time. I've never run into the same person. And you have a better crowd of people, especially if you're in an affluent town like Jiom Tian, as opposed to Pattaya. Now, some of you may say, well, I, I'm looking at maybe Kosamoy or even a big beach city like Phuket. Here's the thing. If you have to basically fly on a second flight to a destination, the probability of you going to your second home in these destinations like Phuket, Koh Samoy, or any of these little islands is going to drop significantly year after year. I know a person and she has a condo in Phuket and she's had it for five years or six years. 
And in five or six years, she's only been there maybe less than a handful of times. And she actually hasn't been there in, I think, two or three years. Because it's a pain in the butt. You fly to, you fly to Suwanaboom Airport to Bangkok, then you have to hop on another flight and then fly to Phuket or fly to Koh Samoy. Yeah, you can fly there directly, but it costs a heck of a lot more money. It's a pain in the butt. If you have to get on a second flight or if you have to drive further than three hours, the probability of you accessing and, and going to your second home diminishes significantly. And trust me on this because I know. Because I've had homes where I had to hop on a second plane, where I had to drive further than three hours and I just end up don't going because it's inconvenient. Jom Tiam, if we were to drive, hour to hour and a half. Take a shuttle bus, two hours from Bangkok. And our main home is in Bangkok. And if you haven't listened to my podcast, head to my podcast about why Bangkok is the best Asian city to live and thrive. Freaking love that city. And Bangkok is our main home, is our main hub. So my wife and I, we still work. And even though a lot of people think I'm more to retire, which I kind of am, but I still work because I love it. I always need something to do. And when you have clients, very affluent clients uh, that are flying in, it's easier to have a home in Bangkok, conduct your business there, and then, and then just an hour away or two hours away is your beach home. Like for an example, like, like I said, today's Thursday. So my wife and I got in our car last night, drove here in an hour in the evening, and we're gonna be here until Monday. It's a simple drive. But if we had our home in Phuket, we would hardly go. Even though I live in Thailand, I would hardly go. Or if I had a home in Koh Samui, or even if I had a home in Chiang Mai up north, would hardly ever go. The closer a second beach home is to your primary residence, the more times you're going to use it. And then in addition to that is, if you are, if let's just say you just want to buy one home here in Thailand. Phuket has all the negatives, all the cons that I named off in Pattaya. Number one, you're in a high tourist city. So that means price gouging, scams, petty theft, and you're dealing with people that just aren't friendly because you can't blame these vendors. You can't blame the local Thais for being rude because they're dealing with rude tourists day in and day out for decades. And just, can you imagine just after five, 10, 15, 20 years of dealing with rude tourists all the time from Europe, from China, from India, from the Americas, that just kind of gets you after a while where your patience level is no longer there. You don't want to, I don't want to live in a place like that. And when constantly when you're going out, there's a different, there's two, dual pricing. There's a, there's a price for local ties. And then there's a price for foreigners, which is 25 to 30 to 50% higher. Sometimes even 100% higher. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. And you, as a retiree, should consider that. And you shouldn't like that either. And then the other thing too is, is that when you live in a city that's just full of tourists, when you want to go out to the movies, you want to go to a mall, you want to go to the beach, you want to go out to dinner, you want to go out to a bar, it's just freaking packed. 
I don't want to fight people and wait in line. Always say wait in a queue to, to wait for a seat. I just want to arrive to a restaurant, arrive to a bar and sit down immediately. I don't want to have to fight other tourists. And you shouldn't either. Because remember this, what is really the main goal of retirement? You've worked hard all your life. If you're a millennial and you're seeking the fire movement, you've been busting your butt for the last maybe 10 years. And you're trying to retire in your late 20s and early 30s. You've been working every single day, working 18 hour, 18 hour days and saving and saving and sacrificing, sacrificing to accrue this nest egg so you can retire. Or if you're the Gen X or the baby boomer, you know, your kids are finally becoming empty nesters. They're going to college and you're saving, saving, saving. But unfortunately you have debt you have to pay your kids, college payments and car payments and this and that, and this and that. And you need to just relax. The idea of retirement is not sacrificing on limiting yourself to going out to restaurants, going out to movies, entertainment, or even travel. It's not about locking yourself at home and just binging on Netflix and Hulu or even Disney Plus all freaking day. That's not retirement. That's a prison. Retirement is about freedom. Retirement is about peace and tranquility. Not fighting with other tourists in a bar or a restaurant. That's what retiring is about. And a lot of people forget that. Because, and again, when they think of retiring in another country, they've been there as a tourist. As a tourist, you're energized. Think about this. Think about the last vacation you've been. Maybe you, you were in Hawaii. And, and, and trust me, Hawaii is not a great place to live. Uh, I had two homes there. I had one uh, in Ala Moana. Uh, actually, yeah, in Ala Moana. And I had a condo there. Uh, but my primary home, I had a three-bedroom house in Ko'olina Kai, uh, which is a very affluent area. And uh, I hardly visited Hawaii because it was just full of tourists. It's annoying. I hardly ever went to my condo. I spent more time in Ko'olina Kai. Because when you're in a vacation, you're excited. You have more patience to deal with other tourists because you're a tourist yourself. But trust me, that mindset changes when you become a homeowner. And it becomes annoying to have to fight with tourists and, and be scammed or watch for scams constantly. So that's why I chose Jiom Tien. I've uh, been here for over five years. We love it here. We absolutely love it here. It's so nice to be able to say, maybe it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a Tuesday and we don't have any meetings. And my wife and I are like, okay, let's, let's go to Jom Tien. Hop in a car, leave that evening when traffic's dissipated, get here in an hour and spend three or four days here. It's so relaxing and so tranquil. I mean, I, you know, when I look out right now, there are, it's Thursday. And even if it was Friday or Saturday or Sunday, it's still not that busy. I could, we could still find a place in the beach to hang out and not be around other tourists. We're, not, we're never going to wait in line for a restaurant 
even in Pupin next door. There's always a place for us to sit. So I hope that this podcast helped you in, in really thinking more clearly and hopefully bringing up questions that you've never asked yourself when it comes down to retirement abroad or retirement anywhere and owning a second home or even your primary residence. Thailand is a fantastic country. It truly is the land of smiles. And when you hear of any negative type of blog post about rude ties or anything like that, remember where they're at. The person talking about this was maybe on Walking Street in Pattaya, was drunk and being just some jerk and got in a fight. Or, or they were uh, some rude Westerner that just doesn't appreciate, or should I say, respect the local culture. Remember, this is not your country. This is not my country, but this is home to me. This is more home to me than, than the States is. Respect the culture. You as an individual, wherever you go, you should always respect the culture. If you respect the culture, the, the, the locals see that and they respect you in turn. The Thai people are extremely friendly and they're beautiful people. They're very hospitable. They're kind. They're generous. They're compassionate. But remember, Thailand is a big country. What you read, a lot of it is a pie-in-the-sky dream. Uh, I will discuss some of these other areas, but quickly, I don't recommend as a tourist or as a retiree to, to live in Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai, uh, during the fire season, it's one of the worst pollution there is uh, because it sits in the valley and all the farmers are burning the, burning the rice fields and all that smoke just kind of comes into Chiang Mai and also flooding. So here's another thing too about Jiantian, why I chose Jiantian. Patia has a flooding problem. I mean like a really bad flooding problem. Jiantian, I don't have any. Like I said, I've been here for over five years and my street has never flooded. I, nothing like that, never had any problems. And again, the, I'm right across Rifton Beach, so if there's rain, it's just draining into the water or draining into the beach, draining into the ocean. But but or Pattaya does have flooding problems. Chiang Mai has a huge, tremendous flooding problem. And the other thing too is, is that you're nowhere close to the beach. I mean, I don't know about you, but as a retire, retirement home, or even a second home, a vacation home, you wanna be at the beach. At least you want to be close to the beach. Chiang Mai is nowhere near the beach. And then the next thing is when you uh, when you look at other beach cities, like I said, is you know Koh Samui is beautiful, Phuket is gorgeous, but just go and visit. There's no reason to have a home there. Koh Samui, trust me, you're gonna get island fever. You don't want to get out. And then in the Phuket, you're gonna get so annoyed with the tourist, you're gonna want to get out. Where? If my wife and I want to go these places, we just hop on Air Asia, Nook Air, Bangkok Airways, Tiger Air, round trip ticket promotions under $100. Between $60 to $100 round trip from Bangkok to Phuket, Bangkok to Koh Samui, uh, Bangkok to Chiang Mai. So there's no reason for us to have a homes there. 
because we just have visited as tourists, be there for maybe three or four days or be a weekend, get the heck out, because we don't want to live there. So consider all of these. Consider all of these and really take it to heart. Is that you, and again, you may, you may be telling yourself, well, I've been to Phuket like five or 10 times, or I've been to Chiang Mai like five or 10 times, that place is awesome. And again, you're a tourist. You're there as a tourist. I don't care if you've been there a month or two months at a time, but when you live there as a local, it is a different mindset. It's completely different. And Jeom Tien Beach is my number one choice for the best beach city that has accessibility, low cost of living, clean beaches, great community, you have, have great neighbors, and the demographics of people that live here are more affluent. They're not like the, the you know, chasing hookers like you see in, in Pattaya. But most of all, it's close to our home in Bangkok. So, like I said, is please give it a lot of consideration. And I really hope that my podcast is helpful uh, because the idea is to educate you. Educate you as, consider me as a local. I've been living here in Thailand for eight years now. And I consider myself a local. And my wife is Thai. And she's from Bangkok. And uh, I've been everywhere with her. And of all the places, we chose the right place. We have our main home in Bangkok. We have our number one uh, second home in Jeom Tien, here in Jeom Tien. And we have our second beach home in Hua Hin, which I'll save for another podcast. And Hua Hin is, a, is completely different. Uh, it's still within driving distance. It's about two to two and a half. It's about more two and a half hours. It's a little bit more expensive, but I'll save that for another podcast. So thank you so much for joining me. And remember, please like and, please like and subscribe this page. Uh, on Anchor, we have lots of podcasts uh, from expat lifestyles, living abroad, and for the real estate investor, uh, my business is in commercial real estate. We have over $2 billion in hotel listings here in Thailand, uh, so that's a different podcast show. And then we talk about uh, health and wellness, and we talk about world travel. So stay tuned for more. You'll find us on YouTube on Facebook. You'll see all the links on this channel and we'll see you in Thailand.